dragons. Yeah, you can mount them. Welcome back to rules as they are. <laughs> you took two words. <laughs> That's not fair. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> All right. Welcome back to Rules as Ren, the D and D podcast where we read the rules just before explaining them to you. <laughs> No, we have many years of D&D experience. We are savants, prodigies. Yeah. And about 10 minutes of reading experience. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so today we're going to be looking at damage and healing and cover. Damage, healing and cover. Yeah. So should we start with cover? Yes. All right. So cover is whenever you're like fighting behind something. Makes or... sense. When you are covered. You are covered. If you're fighting behind a duvet, then you will have cover. <laughs> In theory. <laughs> yeah, you can see how that works, I guess. So the rules as they're written, mm -hmm. cover follows three categories. There's... What are they, JC? I want to tell you. Cool. Tell me. <laughs> are you going to tell me now? Yeah. Right, I'm ready. Okay. There's half cover. <laughs> Three quarters cover and full cover. Okay. Otherwise known as total cover. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> I guess we could also call it that. So half cover, is that half or more, half or less? How it's... do you get how much do you have to cover before you're in half cover? At least half. Okay, so between a half and what I assume, three quarters. <laughs> yes. So anything in that range. Half cover. You just get two bonus AC. Not bad. And plus two to any deck saving throws that you make. Not bad uh, at kind all. Of like the... If you can just duck behind something. So it's just a flat plus two to your deck saving throws and your AC. Yeah, and this is the kind of thing where it's like, it's a cover is something that you can maintain through an attack. So if someone's shooting an arrow at you, it's a little bit more straightforward. If someone's trying to swing a sword at you, I guess it's like, hope they don't move around it. <laughs> <laughs> just on the other side of the tree going, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> can't get me. Yeah, I know some people have thought that it's an advantage or disadvantage thing. Yeah, those idiots. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's just a flat bite. Yeah, just a flat bonus to your AC or deck saving throws. What about the three quarters? Three quarters is just a plus five, and you have to have at least three quarters cover. Up to full. Yeah. So total cover is when you're completely head to toe behind a big old rock. Yeah, and at that point, enemies can't even target you, and vice versa. You can't even target someone with Makes total sense. cover. You can still target the ground next to them. Yeah, and that's covered. <laughs> so if you have an area of effect, mm -hmm. like a spell or something that might reasonably extend beyond their cover, then yeah, I mean, you can you can still get them normally. Get them good. You can go get them. Get them. What kind of bonuses would you get from deck saving throws under total cover? So if you're under total cover, the way you got to think about it is if they're hitting you with an AOE effect, an mm -hmm. area of effect, they're hitting, say, behind you. Mm -hmm. So you're not in total cover anymore. Mm -hmm. So you don't get any bonuses for it. If they hit behind you and from the front you have total cover, but from behind you have half cover, then you get the bonuses of half cover. So you think about so, it from perspective yeah, so of the, the line spell. of sight, as it were, comes from the epicenter of the spell. Got you. Okay, so you just to frame it in that way as yeah. opposed to what's your direct line of sight. Yeah, whatever. exactly, exactly. All right, let's move on to damage, the actual damage and healing, what we're here for. Yeah, so you've got to hurt those hit points. Hit 
points. Points that can be hit. Yeah. You should have a few. Most people start with between seven and 15, maybe. Yeah. Because the and highest you could else, be. anything else, then you did it wrong. <laughs> well, so your base health is normally your con plus a hit dice. Mm -hmm. So six is the lowest hit dice plus a con for a wizard. That could be quite low. So I guess the lowest is six. Yeah. And the highest would be a barbarian with a high con. And we talked more about that. 13, 14, 15, maybe. Attributes yeah. episode. Check that one out. With the constitution. So those are hit points. Yeah, if you've ever played a video game ever, you probably understand what yeah. hit points are. <laughs> <laughs> so after you make your attack roll, mm -hmm. which we talked about last episode, yep. then you'll make your damage roll. And that is how much hit points you're going to take. Yeah. Hit okay. points are just a numerical value of your health. Yeah. In so case you, you haven't... In case you haven't played game. a video game. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so you take the damage roll from their health, and that will be related to either your weapon damage, any modifiers that we'll yep. talk about. Um, any spell damage. Spell damage, it'll say it straight on the thing. Yeah. And it can target one to multiple sometimes, depending on the attack or spell. Yeah, although it's worth noting that if you have a spell, normally it's a spell, that damages multiple people, you just roll the damage once, and you apply that damage to everyone. Yes. So, save time. Yeah. More than anything. What about critting? Because we talked about critting last time a little bit. We touched on rolling a 20. Yeah, so now we can talk about what kind of damage that actually does when you crit. Yeah. And if you deal a d20 on your attack roll, you roll a d20 and you hit like the 20, the magic 20. Yeah. Then you get to roll your attack dice damage, your damage dice, twice. So if you have just like a D8 rapier or whatever, then you just roll two D8s. Yeah, so you're kind of doubling your damage. Although, like I said last time, this is one of the most house-ruled things, I think. Yeah, you can have all kinds of different things. I know in... some people that will make you instantly get the maximum dice. So in that example, you would just do 16 damage, eight mm -hmm. plus eight. Some people- Double it. Some people one just max it. one. Yeah. So they'll have your roll one dice normally, and then you also add an eight on top oh, of that. Um, I, th I think the idea, the reason most people do it is because as the rules is written, you can roll two ones and that's pretty Yeah, it kind of sucks. Yeah. Right? It's like... So it's guaranteeing that you're gonna do more damage than a normal attack already. Yeah. A little home yeah, it, and it's various kind of takes on that. Yeah, I know some people who just double, like whatever your roll is on your first roll, you just double that. Yeah, well. some people double multipliers. Yeah. I've had one play group where you roll triple dice, but you lose all multipliers because rolling huh. dice is fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the dice rolling group. <laughs> so in yeah. the rules as written, you just roll your damage dice. Whatever dice are associated with your damage, you roll those twice. Yeah. But you only add your modifiers after yeah. the, the damage rolls. So, so like you're not if, doubling your modifiers. Yeah, you don't double your proficiency or your like strength bonus or your dexterity bonus on your weapon or whatever. Mm. So we've talked about damage. I think we've got a good overview. But I think a big confusing thing to people is the damage types. And this matters. Yeah. This does matter. So a lot of times you'll have resistances. Resistances and vulnerabilities. Yep, and right? immunities as well. So we'll get into the resistances and vulnerabilities in a second. A brief overview of the damage types are, there's like three damage types that are like your weapon damage types. Yeah, kind of non-magical is how I think, non-elemental. Non yeah. yeah. 
Bludgeoning, piercing, slashing. Which makes pretty much sense. Bludgeoning is hitting something with a hammer. Slap. Piercing is stabbing something. Ouch. Slashing is cutting something. (laughs) (laughs) I felt I was there, JT. (laughs) It's all about the roleplay. So those three are pretty straightforward. It will come in to some... I think I think a good example is that some rock creatures may be vulnerable to bludgeoning like yeah. you're smashing them with a hammer but resistant to slashing because yeah. you can't cut them. Yeah. So you can Things kind like of like that. this is something that I think is valuable to think of especially when you're dealing with monsters that might have kind of obvious vulnerabilities to certain things. Yeah. As far as the elemental ones go there's acid mm-hmm. you know which everyone Corrosive. has in their stomach. <laughs> Vomit on people. That's yeah. an acid attack. <laughs> Boomer. Cold and fire. Pretty self-explanatory. Although I'm kind of mad that it's not cold and hot. <laughs> I do hot damage. <laughs> There's force. Force is like force is a bit a general um, type. Of yeah, it's it's very kind of using the magic. force. Yeah. You know when Obi Wan Kenobi like throws those droids in like the first. Yes. Yeah, that's so a force take, attack. Take it's very much just damage. pushing something. Yeah. The examples that they give are like magic missile and spirit weapon. Yeah, I think it's a bit of a catch-all. Yeah, when it doesn't really fit into anything else, but it's still like a spell. Yeah, there's another one I think that can also be a bit like that, but we'll get to that. I'll bring it up. Lightning. Lightning is the electricity. The electricity one. There's also thunder damage. That is the other one. (laughs) Thunder damage is a little bit weird, right? Well, thunder is kind of more like percussive damage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or concussive, I think is more the term. Things like a grenade would almost be thunder damage. Oh, it could be. Yeah. In the way, it's that that kind of shockwave. That's kind of like the effect of most of these things. I think. Yeah. Which is why I feel like force and thunder can be a bit interchangeable. Hard to, yeah, hard to like, hard to, yeah pu- push between. I, I tend to think force is more of a slower type of damage as opposed to thunder, which is very explosive. more explosive. Yeah. yeah. So then there is necrotic damage. Things like, dying. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> That's pretty much what your necromancer does. <laughs> yeah. Necrotic damage. Yeah. yeah, don't use it against rock monsters. Yep. Probably don't use it against anything that isn't... Living. Yeah, organic. Yeah. Poison. Everything's immune. Everything's immune Don't poison. spec into poison. <laughs> Never spec into poison. Psychic damage. Thinking really hard. <laughs> yeah, on the SATs, ACTs, whatever the British equivalent is. Uh, GCSEs? GCSEs. Maybe? I'm not sure. Your radiant damage? That's Jesus. Yeah, your Jesus damage. <laughs> your Jesus damage. <laughs> yeah, holy damage. Yeah, it's also, it, yeah, it's weird. It's kind of like light damage. I have a funny feeling it might used to be called holy damage. It, yeah, way back when, but it, I mean, a lot of this to try and get away it, from like... the Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was really name to Radiant. I'm yeah, I think a lot of people game, confuse though. this with like fire damage as well because like a lot of them might be Yeah, things like Sunbeam like could be fire damage, but it's not it's Radiant. Yeah. So would you have Radiant damage do things like, would it be able to catch things on fire or stuff like that reasonably? I think it depends on the flavor of like, the spell. Yeah, so it's could just like that. that. Yeah, Radiant's good against undead keeping yeah. that kind of holy spirit yeah. alive. Yeah, more like holiness <laughs> and it is like fire in most circumstances yeah radiant and necrotic kind of go together in my head yes radiant and necrotic dead so we yeah we light. touched on resistance and vulnerabilities is there anything more so resistance mm-hmm. is when your damage is halved by things simple um, enough so you roll out all the damage first and then you half that 
Rounding up or down? Rounding down. You always round down. Yeah. We round up though. Sometimes it's fun to round you up. You always round down <laughs> unless you don't. Yeah, there's there's like two exceptions. <laughs> Rolling hit dice, I think mm. you round up. Something like that. Yeah, it will, it will say, tell you. but if it doesn't say, you always round down. Yeah. But I like to round up because higher numbers are more fun. <laughs> <laughs> and then vulnerabilities are you do double the damage. Simple enough. Yeah. Spoilers. I was, I was on the edge of my seat there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, wonder no longer. <laughs> so that's the damage. But how do we undamage? Ah, you must mean undamaging. Yourself. <laughs> <laughs> how do we do the undamaging? <laughs> so healing is with no. you. Undamaging. Undamaging. <laughs> is usually when you use a spell or potion and you're curing yep. some of your hit points. You can't go above your maximum. Simple enough. Yeah. Cure wounds. Mm -hmm. And that's basically it. It's just depending on your spell or your potion, it will tell you straight up this is how much you heal and you're rolling dice probably. Yeah. It's, it is literally undamage. Undamage. It's pretty much the same as damage, yeah. but not. <laughs> <laughs> the opposite. Yeah. What happens? when you do all the damage and you haven't undamaged yourself enough <laughs> to have some of the damageable uh, numbers. Total damage. All the damage. Once <laughs> you have damage. absorbed all the damage, what happens? So you drop to zero hit points. Things are looking pretty grim. Oh boy. Your friends, they're battling. They notice you, or maybe they don't. <laughs> and now you've got to go through the whole, do I die now in my six-month-long campaign that have a three-page character or is this the moment? So I think the first thing you do is death saving throws. You do your death saving throws. Thing. So you roll a d20, mm -hmm. and if it's a 10 or higher, yep. then you have a successful death saving throw. Yeah, so you've actually got a 55% chance of succeeding. The odds are kind of stacked for you. Yeah, a little bit. A little nice thing. Which is nice. Uh, thanks, Gary Gagax. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers, Gary. <laughs> so yeah, 10 or higher, and then you have a success. Up to three successes or three failures. And you'll see it on your little character sheet. They'll put yeah. little circles or something, depending on which weird site you printed it on. <laughs> <laughs> but three successes, and you're stabilized. Three failures. You did. And you're the opposite of stable, you're, you're both opposite. in game and out. Your opposite life. Um, what if you crit? So if you roll a one, so crit fail. Mm -hmm. If you roll a one, then that counts as two failed saving throws. So you take off two boxes on your deaths. Yeah. If you get a twenty, you automatically get one HP, and you're up. Yeah. You just willed yourself to life. We don't kind of do that. We do the two successes. I like to keep my players on the edge of their seats. <laughs> <laughs> and I wonder if we've done that because you wanted it that way, or if we just haven't read this section before. It, definitely the former, JT. And it's I'm a style, style that you would choice. even, I'll say it, dare <laughs> to challenge my authority. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, you know, these are the rules as written. These are guidelines that you can flavor your own campaigns with, but if you have to fight somebody, well, you can tell them that we said that... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> there's a, well, there's a few other things that we do as well concerning damage. We have fluff and crunch, which are kind of gaming terms. Fluff is the 
flavor of a rule and crunch is the actual rules as win. So yeah. this is more focused on the crunch. But we kind of have fluff damage and crunch damage. Mm. We, we separate the two. So you can be at full health, but you can still have a broken arm if it's like, if it happened uh, intrinsic to the story or something, or as a consequence of something really stupid. Yeah, and this will happen if you like, you know, instant knockout or instant kill enemies as well. Like you catch a guard off guard. Mm. You know? So even though you should be rolling out your damage and with your crits maybe there's a chance they don't die we fluff it yeah you do a lot of the time so there's fluff damage and kind of crunch damage and the fluff damage is more kind of ongoing effects that have happened because you've sustained grievous injuries yeah role playing in the world of reasonability yeah perfect very well put jt yeah put that on t-shirt <laughs> i'm copywriting that right now don't anybody steal that yeah, we've got a date. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that's that. And if you drop to zero hit points, you die. Mm. Uh, or I mean, if when do you, you do your death saving throws? Sorry, if you get three death saving throws, you die. Yeah. You do your death saving throws when you drop to zero hit points at the start of every turn. If you start your turn with zero hit points, then yeah. we also do it when you go down. I think it adds to the For drama. Dramatic effect. Yeah. Yeah. This is, not, a, the this is a conscious written. choice. Yeah, we're teaching you a lot of little homebrews as well. Yeah. But the rules of writ as written is just when you start your turn with zero hit points. Yeah. And you make a death saving throw. You also will have to roll a death saving throw if you ever take damage while you're currently down. Like while yeah. you're unconscious. Sounds right. Yeah. So that'll be like area of effect unless monsters are targeting you, in which case your DM is mean. <laughs> <laughs> or you're fighting the witch from Left 4 Dead. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> You can also instantly die. <laughs> <laughs> this is something I tend to kind of only try and bring up if it comes up. <laughs> <laughs> this is something that would really suck. Yeah. This is like this is like somebody wanted you dead for this circumstance to arise in most circumstances. There have been times where you guys should have technically instantly died. Right. And but you like generally just don't want that something. to happen. Yeah, it just it's such a feels bad. It's so crap. What so, is instant death? How do you instantly die? So the instant death happens when you take an amount of damage that is past zero hit points yep. equal to your maximum health. So you have a health of 50 if you end up taking minus 50. Yeah. If you if end you, up on minus 50. If you end up on minus then 50. Then it's instant death. Yeah. Uh, this is one of the very, very few things I have actually cheesed a little bit. When, like, you do an attack and you crit a load of shit, and yeah. then it's like... It ends up doing, like, oh, 300 damage, and no. you're like, that's, that's not what I want. Yeah, because <laughs> I don't really like instant death. Yeah, there's just so... There's no time for drama. There's no time for, like... Yeah. You just... I mean... The, oh, you're a You should have now. balanced an encounter, but there's always I feel like that something. just happens when you haven't really... Yeah, when you're when you're doing enough encounters, there's gonna be one time where you don't prepare for it. Could be random it, chance. And yeah, yeah, you're just rolling so many dice that... Oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah, this also happens, I think, more often to low-level campaigns. Because yeah. you have no hit points, so it's just like, really, you, if you're rolling around with 10 hit points, I mean, you know... A fall off a ledge. <laughs> yeah, the fall damage, dude. That's like plenty. Yeah, that'll do it. <laughs> So if you want to be able to be like not dying, dying <laughs> you know, not conscious, but just not rolling your death saving throws, yeah, you can stabilize someone who's unconscious. Mm -hmm. So someone drops to zero hit points, they're rolling their death saving throws. You can kind of um, make them not die. 
but make not them make them live. Yeah, you can circumvent that in a number of ways. The mm -hmm. best being just like straight up heal them. Yeah. You know, if you straight up heal them, if they have any health, then they're up and yeah. conscious. So you can heal someone out of death saving throws. Yeah. You can heal someone like conscious. Yeah. I tend not to do that. We don't really do that. <laughs> I think it's lame as fuck. It sounds it kind of weird because yeah. you're like, you know, like gurgling blood, like lying down unconscious. Cure wounds! Huzzah! <laughs> I'm back! Yeah. Toss a little fairy dust yeah. on your face. So, it feels so like just Animate yourself wrong. onto <laughs> battle. You're just doing the same damage you normally would. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't put that rule in. <laughs> well, it's as written. Oh, shit. <laughs> So that's the recommendation. That's the that's the rules as they are written. Yeah, don't blame us for that. What about stabilizing? So this if you is don't what, have, this is the alternate that I yeah, encourage. If you don't have access to healing someone above zero hit points, then you can make a DC 10 medicine check mm -hmm. on them as like an action. And if you succeed, then they are stable. Sounds reasonable. And they're at zero but unconscious. And they're at zero, but they're unconscious. So the way that we do it is kind of a two-stage thing. You have to stabilize them and then heal them. Does anything happen if you fail? If you fail, I make you roll another death saving throw. <laughs> if you yeah. fail the uh, check. That's a homebrew though. That's yeah, not that is all homebrew. As, as written, but it does add to the drama. And then one more kind of interesting thing about stabilizing a creature is that if you have stabilized somebody, uh, and weird they situation, and you just you. like fuck off, I guess, or something. Like you just you stay. I think it's more for like NPC characters, maybe. Then you will be conscious after one d four hours. Yeah, with one hit point. With one hit point. So I really do not know when this would happen because it, I don't know. Like medicine check. All right, I got plans now. So <laughs> you look fine. No, you're you're no longer bleeding <laughs> profusely. Uh, I just uh, really wanted to make my date. <laughs> What about monsters? How do people do this with monsters? So this is up to the DM. Most of the time, like, I mean, what, what would you do with a monster? Do they have to nearly go unconscious when monsters, they go to zero or? Nearly all monsters will just die when they die. When yeah. they hit zero, they're gone. Do they always explode into monster mist if you reduce their hit points to zero? I think if you are fighting your BBEG, your big bad evil guy, mm -hmm. your main villain, then death saving throws can make sense. Especially yeah, if they've got a lot of cronies like... around and stuff, maybe you're not. Yeah, we'll get you next time. <laughs> yeah, see? <laughs> yeah, that kind of stuff. I think the more important a character is, the less likely they are to die. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the rules. Not to cheese it, but, but you give them a bit more of the player advantages. Yeah, as so were. as a DM, you could give them the same rules as stabilizing a PC character. Yeah. If you have like a character that seems more important that they might not reasonably just die immediately. Like the king of the kingdom or something, <laughs> you know, it'd be kind of weird to just- Yeah. What about if you want someone to die, but not die? Ah, so you just don't like the cut of their jib, <laughs> but you don't want to be a felon. <laughs> so you want to knock someone out. Uh, this is something where you knock someone to zero hit points, so you do enough damage to knock them down to zero hit points. Mm -hmm. But you can choose not to explode them into monster mess. We call this pulling your blows. Yeah, in the rules as written, you can decide this at the point of dealing damage. 
yeah. whether or not like you want him to. And I think the DM will normally ask you, like, I do don't. You, yeah, you <laughs> might just not and be like, oh, well, you fucking killed that guy <laughs> at the bar, and now the police yeah, are if you, at you. You have to pre-state <laughs> that you don't want to kill this guy, otherwise you're gonna kill this guy. <laughs> The DM wants a premeditated murder, <laughs> and that could be the way that works out. So yeah, it, it's basically if you don't want to kill them, say so, and you won't. They'll just be knocked out. Yeah. So you pull your punch or something. You do that with a rapier or fireball. I don't know how. That works, but <laughs> <laughs> I'll fireball them just a little. <laughs> I think the last thing to talk about is temporary hit points, right? Yep. So, temporary hit points are hit points that are not normal hit points, and that's important to understand. They're totally separated from your normal hit points. Yeah, you can't have them as part of your hit point pool, as it were. Yeah, you don't Which get I... these through normal means as well. You get a temporary hit point by having some spell or ability that says specifically gives you usually like a pretty modest amount. Yeah, right? five, like, ten. Yeah, like of temporary hit points. Yeah, say that which is quite good point. because they don't take up any room in your heal your hit point pool. So if yeah. you're healed after gaining temporary hit points, you just got more hit points. Yeah, so it can go above your maximum, mm -hmm. but you can't heal back the temporary hit points through normal means. Yeah. And if you take damage, you take damage from your temporary hit points first. That would suck if it was last and then you like lost them from a time-based effect <laughs> or something. That would super, super suck Yeah. when you needed them most. They're a bit more finicky than that though, because also if you get another effect that gives you temporary hit points, you erase the previous temporary hit points. You cannot stack temporary hit points. Ah, uh, yeah, I'm sure that lots of people will be very disgruntled to learn <laughs> that. You, you can home keep, rule it however you want. Can't just keep stacking on your temporary hit Be careful with that. I'm sure that someone's <laughs> gonna find a way to min-max that. That's why that's what it is. Yeah. But is there anything yeah. else to do with temporary hit points? It's no, a very long paragraph. Believe it or not, that's it. I mean, like, it's a lot of words to say basically that. They give you examples of yeah. the text, but it's like, it's important to just realize that they're separate from your normal hit points, you take damage from them first, and you can't heal them through normal means, Yeah, and you can't stack them. Sounds reasonable. Alright, I think that's it for today. That's how you hit stuff and hurt them. I think that's basically it for combat, yeah. essentially. There's a few odds and ends that we've glossed over, but we may do a catch-all episode afterwards for any questions and stuff, a little Q&A about combat or something. Yeah, Add makes sense. From us to you. Good Happy night. Valentine's Day. Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> Alright, don't want to date this episode too much. <laughs> okay, bye guys. See you.